What's going on you guys? Welcome to the Radio C Podcast. This is episode number two. Welcome to the podcast. If you guys are watching me on YouTube, well, this is now where I usually film my podcast. Um, I'm actually just filming it outside, just like just to change uh, the scenery. Well, today I would like to speak to you about Christmas, since it's actually this is a Christmas special I'm doing, and. I'm actually filming it on the 24th of December, 2022. All right. Well, the first thing I really want to talk about is about the Grinch. The Grinch, if you guys know him, he's doesn't like Christmas, right? And this year, they actually made an actual horror movie out of the Grinch. For me, I, I haven't seen the movie, but just making it, I don't know if it was actually a good idea because I don't know. I don't know why they're actually doing this. Now I feel like they're actually making like our, our heroes, like for example, the Grinch and other characters that we really love they're actually making a barney movie as well a horror barney movie uh, I, I saw that a couple of months ago like the, the man who came out on the movie get out i don't know his name by heart but he's a protagonist supposedly i think he was going, going to be an actor on that barney movie to be honest i don't know if they're actually still going with it but I heard that they were making it as a horror movie, which is kind of strange. This is really strange how they're making our beloved characters that we grew up watching as horror icons. Oh yeah, it it just came to my head. I was thinking about Winnie the Pooh one as well. If you guys have seen Winnie the Pooh growing up, you notice that you might have heard already that there was going to be an independent film on Winnie the Pooh. So actually, I don't know, it's, it actually seems <laughs> decent, but in a way, it seems like it's not going to work out very well. And I don't know what it is, man, but it just seems like it might not actually work out very well. To be honest, once the movie comes out, um actually give it a try but hopefully it turns out very good well what i heard about the the grinch horror movie it had like mixed reviews there's a youtuber i saw named 3c films um he mentioned that he did not quite like the movie as much as he wanted to and that kind of worries me because uh supposedly the actor who played the Grinch, he's the same actor who played Art the Clown on the Terrifier movies. It's actually the same actor. The same actor who played him has played the Grinch on the horror movie. And that's cool because he's, he's actually getting all these roles, all these independent um, movie roles, and he's getting his name up there. 
So that's pretty cool for him. I would like to share with you the Maze Runner. You, if you guys have seen the movie, the Maze Runner, it's not an actual horror movie, right? But like the situation they're being put through, yes, that's basically is not a very good experience. Just being stuck on the maze, I believe, is just not <laughs> something you want to be part of. It all started with our main character named Thomas. He's actually just woke up like from a box and when he woke up he also saw other teens all boys just looking at him and Thomas just wondering where was he why was he here and to be honest I think they did a very well very good explanation of how they got there where they are but they don't know why they're actually there and they call themselves Gladers. I think that's what they were called. And all the kids that were on that maze, they didn't have any memory of anything other than their names. That was the only thing that the people who did the tests on them uh, left them with. They only left them with their names. There's our main character, Thomas. There's Chuck, there's also Newt, Gally, Albie, and also the girl who came in in the middle of the movie. Oh, and let's not forget about Minu as well. He's also one of the main characters in the movie. And I think without him, man, I, I believe they would not have made it out of the maze at all. He's He was like the main person to get them out if it wasn't for him man i think they would not have survived and galley would have been in charge of them the whole time so it wasn't something good for them because they were trying to escape and they were confused and they were lost so they were trying their best to get out as soon as they could my favorite part of the movie was probably the part where mino and albi they were trying to get out of the maze and then, like, the music was getting very intense. All the gladers were waiting for them to come outside the maze. And they had these roads that only runners could actually go inside the maze. And, well, everybody else had, like, their own jobs they had, they had it to do, right? But their jobs was actually to make food, build their tents, small places that... They can eat their food and also like making weapons as well against the creatures that were going against them. And so they just stood there, right? And the thing is, they cannot go inside. But like there's one person that went in because he knew that they were in danger and needed their help. And that person, it was actually Thomas. <laughs> that part man was just so insane the music was getting so intense and and the, once the walls that were closing in then that's when Thomas he went inside the maze he tried to go as fast as he could to go to Mino and Albi and once he got inside the maze 
Mino said, congratulations, you're dead now. Because since nobody else has ever made it out of the maze before, Mino thought that the three of them were not going to survive the night. This has never happened before, and without Thomas and also Mino, they probably they would not have made it out alive from the maze. They actually took care of one of the creatures that was going to try to kill them, and they actually found like something hidden on the creature as well. They actually went back the next day to try to figure it out what was what was on the creature because there was something inside the creature that was glowing and they actually found the object that was inside the creature that thing was very important and that thing was actually the a key that could give them a, a way out of the mace mino had already made a map like he already had made like a f full road map of the whole mace he already knew the ins and outs of the mace so that was very good of him because without that they would never have gone out of the mace which was very good man it took them actually three years for them to get out of the mace galley actually did mention that he was there for three years so i'm guessing they have been there for i think like the rest of them have been there for that amount of time the first one that was there was actually Albi. Albi was the first one to be in the box and so he couldn't get out of the box and the box that they were supposed to come out of it actually took a month for each of them to come in like also the food and the person as well and Albi was the first one to be in there he was just stuck in there for a whole month. They didn't really went in detail how he actually survived, but it was crazy to actually hear that because Newt told uh, Thomas about that story. So it was interesting. And also when the girl came in, I cannot remember her name exactly. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I just forgot her name. Can I really think about it just now? You know what? Let me just search it right now. Yeah, let's just do this live. <laughs> well, I'm podcasting, okay? <laughs> All right. Let me see. The Maze Runner. Let's Google it. To be honest, that movie was actually good. And I do enjoy the i think probably the second one more than the other three because it had a lot of action let me see okay new teresa there you go that's her name teresa teresa was the only girl that that was next to come out of the box and that's strange because only boys have come out of the box and and that was actually strange for everybody that was surviving inside the the place that they were stuck on. And the reason being is because Teresa and Thomas, they know each other. Supposedly, they were working for the people that were part of that group that, that put 
all those kids in there they were they were part of that group and so the people that put them inside have betrayed them and so it was actually time now for them to be part of the gladers group you know they were not going to be able to get out and it was something very difficult for everybody there was this other night that all the creatures just came in out of nowhere like all the walls all the maze walls that were blocked they opened and that's when all the gladers that were surviving there for three years one by one they died except the main characters like Thomas, Newt, Mino, Teresa, and Galley. Oh, and let's not forget about Chuck as well. To be honest, it was kind of sad to see Chuck go out that way. Since they only had the, their name as a memory, he feels like he knew his family. But like, um, Chuck gave uh, Thomas um an object like a figure that it's like he felt they was very important to him he told Thomas to actually give it to his parents if he ever sees them and it was kind of sad because Chuck he wanted to survive and sadly he did not make it out he knew like his time was going to come that's why he he gave Thomas that object that was very important to him to give to his parents and let's let's talk about galley i think galley is it's a very important character in the mace runner he's like supposedly one of the other antagonists but not really he i believe he was scared of moving on he was scared to leave the mace once and for all that's why he, he felt like he was comfortable and felt safe being on inside the maze and never getting out. He was afraid of what might happen. He was afraid that he might lose his family. The only thing they had was their name as a memory. And now they had each other as well. They're friends to the end, and I believe that was important to Galley. He was probably misunderstood, but in a way as well, he had it to move on. He, he had it to open his mind to see what was out there. And the good thing is that Galley actually let Thomas and his group leave, because if it... If, they weren't able to, to leave then yeah man they would have been stuck in there for years and years and years and the good thing is that they finally got out and galley actually did made it out with them but like he came from a different direction they do not explain how he got out but su supposedly he was aiming at thomas and Chuck, he was defending Thomas, and he just got shot by the gun 
that Gally had. It was kind of a sad story for Chuck to go out like that, but it is what it is. Let's talk about also the the main uh, reason why all of this is happening. One reason is because of the there's like a virus, a very deadly virus that actually hit uh, Earth, and that's why the this virus turns people into like almost like zombie like I I gotta say almost like zombies in a way. And you get to see that more in the in the second movie, in the Scorch Trials. And you get to see people that actually turn because of this virus. So it's actually interesting to see that, how it all planned out. And the other reason is because I think the sun as well, I think it got too close to the earth. And it made everything very like desert-like. I think that's the, that was the other reason. But the main reason was because of the sun and also the virus. Those two things were the cause and of why they were put on the maze. They thought that like a new generation of kids casually uh, make them immune to the virus. So that is why they actually put them in the maze to test them. The maze was just a test to them, to all the gladers that were in there, to Thomas, to Nude, to Teresa, to Chuck, and Albie, and Gally. That was the main reason why they were put in there. The doctors were just trying to test them to see who made it out alive. And a few actually did make it out. Yeah, man, it's just... It was interesting how they actually made this movie. The reason why I came back to actually watching this movie, it was because I actually saw the second movie, The Scorch Trials, playing at the gym. I went with my brother one of these days, and they were playing a, in a dark room where you can actually just um, run on the treadmill or be on the bike as well. They were actually playing it. And it looked like you were in the theaters and you could just <laughs> work out in there. That's actually cool how they actually made something like that at the gym. They're like innovating. And I feel like probably theaters themselves, they should do something like that. I remember one time when... Well, a bunch of times, actually. I remember a bunch of times going to Florida with my family. We went to Hollywood Studios and also Disney World. They actually had a lot of cool things for just one ride. Like, for example, I think the main one I can really remember is the Toy Story one. There's a Toy Story ride where you can just play and and go through the the roller coaster ride it was cool to actually just wait in line because you were surrounded by like objects that were part of the movie and it's cool as well that they actually painted the the building just like how 
how the tourists looked at uh, everything in the movie. Like, it looked like you were the toy. I, I remember there was, like, a huge uh, ball. Like, you know the, the main ball that Pixar has? There was the, that ball. And also, there was other objects that were very huge. Not like this, like, normal for us to see. It was cool to actually see something like that. Because they were innovating, and I, f I miss that stuff. And I feel like theaters today, they should do something like that. It'll be something amazing because it will actually make um, people go see the movie. It'll be actually cool to see people's reactions on actually going through the actual roller coaster ride. And also, there was another one I remember from. It was in Universal Studios. It was the E.T. ride. While you were waiting in line, it seems like you were actually inside the forest, which was cool, man. It was, it's actually cool how they made like this whole building dedicated to the ride. It was very awesome. It was actually very cool to see everything just like that man it's very cool and i remember this one time when i went on the ride there was there was actually et at the ending of the ride he was actually saying our names and <laughs> i remember he actually said my brother's name which is actually cool the ride itself was actually like the movie if you've seen the movie et and you saw the part where the kids, they were riding off on the sky with the bikes. It was kind of like that, too. It was something unique how they actually did something like that. Something unique like that, it just makes you want to come back to that ride. Which I did appreciate, it, man. And also, I remember this other ride, the Men in Black one. If you guys seen the movie, that that's those are good movies, and I remember how they did the place for those rides as well. It looked like you were actually part of the movie set as well. You actually go through an elevator, and <laughs> it was kind of cool because if you've seen the movie as well, the characters actually go through one passage, and then they come out the other side of the door which was cool because they actually implemented that on the place where we were going to go take the ride so it was actually cool man th those were very good times just going back to uh just going back to over there florida man maybe i'll, I'll go back to it i just kind of got off topic you know i was trying to keep it a horror but yeah, this was this what happens, guys. Uh, I usually, I sometimes just go off topic and just discuss with you with anything that's on my mind, you know. And yesterday I did see the movie Violet Night. The movie is not scary, scary, but it's like a dark comedy. Since this is a Christmas special, 
let's just talk about a little bit of the Violent Night movie. I believe the the actor who played Santa Claus, I think he did a good job playing as him. I'll probably actually consider watching this movie again, probably during the holidays, because it's meant to be watched before Christmas time. It actually takes place on the 24th of December, so it was actually pretty neat. To be honest, I saw the first trailer of the movie, and it kind of seemed like a horror movie at first, but it really wasn't. It was actually awesome. It had a lot of action and a lot of blood. Yeah, do not watch it with your kids. <laughs> it's a radar R movie. Do not let them watch the movie, you know. And I gotta say the the action scenes they were pretty good. In a way, it kind of reminded me of Kekas in a way. You know, like how they fight in that movie. Is they kind of they remind me of the same choreography they use on that movie on Violent Night. And since that movie just takes place in the nighttime, it is actually cool to see that because you don't really get to see that many movies nowadays like just filmed in one night. Like one that comes to the top of my head is Superbad and probably Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Those movies just take place in one night. But in reality, they do not really take in one night. They usually probably take a long time like filming. They probably they take days or weeks filming this movie and it seems like they actually do, do film it in one night. And yeah, guys, that's basically it for this podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you guys are also listening to me in other applications like Spotify or wherever this podcast is on, make sure to subscribe and also probably leave a review on what you think of the episode. Did you like it? What do you think I could work on? And that's it, man. Merry Christmas. I'll probably might make another episode for New Year's, close to New Year's. So, yeah, man, uh, I'd like to see y'all again for the next episode. Thank you so much if you made it this far. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much. Again, Merry Christmas. Hope you had a good time. Bye now. Bye.